0: Jumpstart your savings with Commonwealth Central Credit Union. We'll even help you get started by giving you $200 when you open our high yield GTKY savings account. Whether you want to build emergency savings, save for a big purchase, or put money aside for a special event, we're here to help you reach your financial goals. Jumpstart your savings with $200 from Commonwealth. Visit wealthcu.org and enter promo code JUMPSTART. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Visit website for complete details get trusty women and ye men in tommy john each day remember it's the perfect gift to give this holiday (laughs) (laughs) with over 18 million pairs sold to good boys and girls just like you tommy john is rearing in this softness season with a gift to those who made my nice list you deserve a special gift of tommy john underwear and loungewear one (laughs) way to alter the Comfort and joy. Give Tommy John for comfort and joy. This holiday season, make everyone in your family that much more comfortable with the holiday gift of Tommy John underwear and loungewear. For the holidays, get 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash victory. 20% off at TommyJohn.com slash victory. See site for details. What's going on? Kyrie Thompson here. First in Foxboro, live from my car. On my way home, don't worry, got you on speaker or whatever as I drive. Okay, um, that was depressing, got to be honest with you. That was, uh, that was not fun watching that football game in Thursday Night Football primetime defeat for the New England Patriots, 24-10 to the division rival Buffalo Bills in a performance that just, if I'm going to be quite honest with you, its just very uninspiring. Some of it was pretty predictable. Uh, it wasn't quite like the last primetime game that we had here at Gillette Stadium where the Patriots inexplicably kind of lost to the Bears where basically they just got ambushed by Justin Fields and that offense and... Mac Jones laid an egg, gets benched. Bailey Zappi comes in and does his magic for a couple of possessions and then goes back to being a pumpkin for the rest of the time. Um, I mean, that was just a roller coaster. This was different. This was, you expected the Patriots to lose this game, though you expected it to be somewhat more competitive than it was. And lo and behold, hey, look, the Patriots, <laughs> the, the Patriots actually you know made the uh, Bills punt this time. So, hey, that, that's good right they forced a couple of punts they they got a strip sack and got a turnover I mean look at that I mean there there were things the defense actually did things today held them to 24 points and, and look yeah they gave up nine to 15 third downs they gave up just an insanely long drive I think mean, it was in in the third quarter that that really just just waned a bunch of clock off and and made it difficult for for the Patriots to... They basically made it impossible at that point for the Patriots to come back and win the game because they just drained so much time off the clock. They ran the ball on the Patriots, which is something the Bills have not always been able to do is run the football, but they ran it on the Patriots. Um, And, uh, yeah, I, I, I just think that all in all, it was... That was a tough effort. Um... And what it really comes down to is that the Bills are just better than the Patriots. They're a better team. They have better players. They've got the better quarterback. They've got a real number one receiver who has a great relationship with that quarterback. So just when they needed a play down the stretch. I mean, because look, early in the game, the Patriots couldn't cover anyone. Like They were playing a lot of man-to-man. They couldn't cover any of those guys. Diggs, McKenzie... Gabe Davis, I mean, none of it. They couldn't do anything. And they started switching to zone. And that did frustrate the Bills a little bit. It did make Josh Allen hold on to the ball. He almost made a huge mistake throwing a pick basically right to Kyle Duggar, and he couldn't hold on to it. I mean, that, there you go. I mean, that's one of those plays you look back on. If that happens, who knows? Maybe Duggar's able to get a run back, and, and maybe you get points off of that. Maybe things feel a little bit different. But, I mean, by and large... I mean they they did enough to to keep the game competitive or it should have been competitive if you had a competitive offense but when it came down to it Superman made plays that you couldn't stop and him and Diggs just dialed up the timing and and just the the chemistry that they have and the Patriots couldn't stop it in crunch time and that is what it is you expected that to happen it wasn't even as bad as you thought it was going to be if we're going to be completely honest but man the offense the offense is every bit as bad, if not worse than I think some of us thought that it could be. I was one of those people. I'm going I'm to own it. I'm a, I was one of those people that I thought, give it a little bit of time and they might not be as bad as you expect, or at least the coaching won't be as bad as you expect. And by the end of the year, maybe we're not going to be talking about this quite as much. And I think what we found is there were points during the season where I mean, Bailey Zappi's in the game, and the offense is, is kind of performing well, and, and and they had a couple of, of weeks where it's like, okay, look, things are, things are sort of looking up, and obviously they had the Vikings game, and you thought to yourself, look at that. That's an example of what this offense can do. There have been signs that this offense doesn't have to be horribly inept, but the fact of the matter is that the Patriots just repeatedly run the same passing concepts over and over and over again this week they were running the same boring slow developing screens over and over and over again and they just don't have anything unique for opposing defenses to be worried about and they don't have just supermen on their side of the ball mac jones gets pressured look and this isn't even something to hate Mac Jones for. I mean, seeing a lot of people you kind know, of poo-pooing Mac Jones because he's not Josh Allen. Look, there, there are like, there's one Josh Allen in this league and maybe two or three other players that could have even potentially made the pressure that they were under to, to make that offense look competent under those circumstances. Because the offense was back to being bad today. I mean, you had pressure coming straight up Right in a gap, b gap into Mac Jones's face. You had Trent Brown, who you know, clearly wasn't himself. He, he was dealing with an illness. He was just getting beat at times. Just looked bad. And uh, look, okay, you, 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 they were they weren't very good. Uh, Mac Jones needed to be better on some of the plays where they did give him time. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, I think it was easier to excuse some of the things that didn't go right for the offense. At least excuse Mac Jones for those things last week because I think he, he played well. This week, it wasn't quite as good. But I think the other part of it, too, is you had Mac Jones. You, I mean, the viral video where he's on there saying basically, and I quote, throw the fucking ball. And, and what he revealed later on in the games, people were wondering, was he saying the running game sucks or the quick game sucks or whatever you... He, he was saying that particularly he was talking about the quick game. That's what he confirmed after the game. He said, look, I wanted us to... We were, we were down. We were playing from behind. I wanted us to throw the ball down the field more. And we were doing the quick game. And it was working for a little while, but... They wanted, he wanted more Chuck plays. And he said they were on the same page, you know, him and Matt Patricia and what have you. But if they were really on the same page the whole time, then they wouldn't have had that happen. And you know what, even that pet peeve with that. So clearly you could almost see the line of demarcation when that seemingly gets said. Because then, oh, all of a sudden, Taequann Thornton comes back on the field. Oh, I wonder what they're going to do with him, right? They throw a deep in, you know, like a deep dig route. And then they, they chuck it deep. It's like a great Uh, Taquan Thornton's on the field. I wonder what they want to do with him on there. You know, the fastest guy on the field. You think they want to try to throw it deep. I mean, even that's predictable. Oh, my goodness. And Kendrick Bourne, look, being in the locker room, I I was there in in that scrum. and, And I was I was around Kendrick Bourne when this is happening. Obviously, guys don't really want to talk. All that much after a loss Especially a loss like this that was so deflating I mean obviously you yeah, had the usual suspects that, that were talking in the media um, You know, Jonathan Jones Hunter Henry um, You know, David Andrews went to the podium So you doesn't usually talk at the locker But I mean usually it's the same guys that, that are talking And Kendrick Bourne um, Is usually somebody you can go to after the game But By the time the scrum kind of surrounded him They kind of hit a bunch of other areas By that point and no one else was really around. So they were just hovering around Kendrick Bourne, peppering him with questions about why is the offense not working and why, why aren't things looking good on third down? Do you think you're getting the coaching that you need? Is the offense too repetitive? And he was trying to be diplomatic and you know put it on the players and said, we need to execute, we need to do better. But I mean, he he was having a hard time keeping the frustration down. In particular, I mean, he he couldn't kind of let slip that he's like, look, we need to get the ball downfield more, and, but at the same time, we're not giving Mac enough time to do it. He's running around, and he's like, no disrespect to the line, but we gotta do better, right? Like, we're not giving enough time to get the ball down the field. We've got these plays, and we're drawing them up, and they're not working, or we have certain plays, and we can't get to them because they're not being executed, or, or, you know, the situation isn't working. But then he said his bit about the third down offense where he did put that on the coaching and he said look we got to scheme it up on third down and saying essentially that we need to know what the defense is doing on third down what they want to do and essentially said look they like we we you know scheme up our we we call our plays they call their plays and what we're doing plays into their hands he is calling out the the offensive coaching staff and basically saying we don't know how to adjust to other other defenses and attack other defenses on third down that's that's terrible and I mean he he also kind of hinted it at another point where he's just saying look we need to figure out how to how to attack and put pressure on the defense he's he's saying what we've all been saying this entire time and and maybe you think Kendrick Bourne shouldn't be the one saying this, like you'd prefer to hear it from from Mac Jones or whatever. Mac Jones is never gonna tell you that. Okay, the closest he got today was, was explaining what happened in that video and why he got upset on the sidelines and saying he wanted to throw the ball down the field. That's the closest that, that you're gonna get Mac Jones being candid about something. He was he was clearly still kind of amped and, and, and upset at how things win, but he still has that media training. But I mean Kendrick Bourne he he was he was more candid than just about anybody out there. And I mean, it's on the tip of a bunch of dudes' tongues. I was also standing around Hunter Henry when he was being asked some of these same questions, and the, there are these pregnant pauses and these just deep sighs, like man, I don't know. And it's just like you know, we're we're just not executing right, and you know, we're not sustaining drives, and and just kind of all the, the the word salad and the cliches, and, and just telling you the things you already know. But I mean, look. I think we all know where the blame belongs here. I mean, Mac Jones needs to be better. The offensive line needs to be better. All that good stuff. But in the end, this team is not that different than what it was last season personnel-wise. The biggest difference is the guys designing and calling the plays. Who's running the show. And it's just clear that Matt Patricia can't do this job. Can't do it. And we all knew he shouldn't be the one to do it and we knew that it was probably not going to be good at best you were going to get a push between this and last year at best it was never going to be better but not only is it is it bad not only is it worse but it is it, it, this is rock bottom right now this is rock bottom for for this offense for this team they could not do anything Aside from, oh, yeah, here's our bit of creativity. We're going to put Marcus Jones in there and throw him a screen, which, hey, good job. I mean, get the ball into your hands of your explosive playmakers, right? Except where's Taequann Thornton, fastest guy on the field? It's, it's beating all the same drums that we've beaten before. I'm not telling you anything you haven't heard at this point, aside from just giving you the perspective of what it's like to be in the locker room and seeing these guys just feel like they're at a breaking point. I mean, on that last drive, you had Devontae Parker at one point getting pushed out of bounds, and you could just tell he was just like, dude, just get this game the hell over with. Get me off this field. That's what it looked like, his body language. The offensive line just kind of standing around watching Mac Jones running for his life. And he's just out there trying to do everything he can, and it looks ugly. I, Mac, please stop, stop turning your back to the defense when you're scrambling. Please, God, don't run backwards anymore. I, I don't need to see that anymore. I really don't. And I mean, I get it. People were tired and, and, and whatnot, but he's still out there balling, trying to do what he can do, and <laughs> just nobody. Uh, it just feels like a lot. Of, like a lot of time guys just aren't aren't given the same effort. And I'll tell you a guy who is given the same effort, Ramondre Stevenson. I mean, that guy continually just, just balls out and makes plays where it looks like there are no plays. At the end of the game, he's dog-tired, man. He's beat to hell. He's out there just trying he just, just reaching for balls, just, just desperately trying to stab them out of the air with one hand because he's exhausted. I mean, he's out there like the whole game— because they try to put Kevin Harris back there and Kevin Harris can't play. <laughs> this is it's ugly to watch and look there there there's plenty of reason to look at what's happening right now. They're 6 and 6. And say look the the season's not over. Yeah, sure the season's not over yet. It's true. You can you can beat the Cardinals cuz the Cardinals are bad. You can beat the Raiders. The Raiders are bad and you could maybe beat the Bengals the Bengals have looked more beatable than they have but at this point those might be the last wins you get because even though you got Miami coming to Foxborough at the end of December I don't know what, what you think you're going to do with them I really don't um, I mean, they're, and, then, and then the Bills you, you got to go to Buffalo next I mean, yeah you're not going to beat that team there it's not going to happen um, at at this point, seeing what I'm seeing right here, I mean, the defense was out there for almost 40 minutes. The fact that they only gave up 24 points is honestly a minor miracle. If if this same scenario ends up happening in Buffalo, or rather in in Orchard in Orchard Park, I should say, uh, it's not technically in Buffalo, Orchard Park. If that if that happened if that happens down there, then you're going to have another situation where you might not force them to punt. So I'm really not looking forward to rewatching this game and seeing all of these things all over again, but I do it. So you don't have to, and I complain about it, um, you know, to, to feed your, your emptiness as Patriots fans, um, you know, and, and, and help give voice to all of your, uh, wrath and vitriol at how bad, uh, Matt Patricia is as a play caller and why, why. Did Bill Belichick think this was a good idea? Why is he failing a second-year quarterback and all that good stuff? All right, that's all I got for this one. Kyrie Thompson, first in Foxborough. Make sure you download, subscribe, listen on the free Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time.